Live in Everett podcast, where we explore good things in Everett, Washington. My name is Garrett Hunt. And I'm Henry J. filling in for Tyler Chisholm, who is somewhere who knows. Welcome to the Live in Everett podcast, episode 53, which is brought to you with support from People's Bank, a locally owned and operated independent community bank since 1921. For a higher level of service for all your banking needs, visit the team at their flagship branch right here in downtown Everett at 2702 Colby. Yeah, Tyler's off busy uh, being famous. Is that what he's doing? I think he's on TV today with his band. Wow, what a cool guy. Yeah, what a cool guy. They're filming something. I think it's for like Band in Seattle or something. But they're, Are they doing Band in Seattle? They're getting ready to, yeah. Very cool. They're, his band Tellers, they're getting ready to release their new album this weekend. So mm-hmm. that's pretty sweet. But uh, how about you, Henry? What's, what's new in your world? Um, I was sick which you can hear on last week's episode of the Living Everett podcast. I was down with a uh, pretty gnarly sinus infection. It's still around, which is good. Uh, other than that, um, just just hanging out. Watched WrestleMania on Sunday. It was a good time. I'm a big wrestle boy, so had a big party and ate a lot of garbage and watched a lot of sweaty, oily men grapple each other for six hours. It was a great time. Nice. Yeah. What about you? You know, I didn't even think of this until you mentioned last week's podcast and that reminded me I wanted to make a disclaimer this week because last week Tyler mentioned that we would maybe have our new website up because we've been working on redesigning our website and a whole new brand. And unfortunately, we didn't get that up last week like we were hoping, but it is coming soon. We are uh, working away on it, so we're excited to roll that out. Yeah, we're, we have to massage it a little bit more. Yeah, just a little. Just We're, a little. we're getting there. For sure. Um, this week is a very cool week on the Live and Everett podcast because we have our first returning guest, Maxwell Mooney from Narrative Coffee in the building. Last time we talked to Maxwell, he was just about to open his shop. And since then, Narrative has taken the Everett coffee scene to new heights and has won multiple awards. Uh, we're happy to have him back on the show. Yeah, isn't that crazy that you hadn't had the shop open yet when, when we had you on the podcast last year? Yep. You, you announced the opening date. I did. On the podcast. I, right. I misannounced the date because, as you all know, sometimes dates don't work out the way you want them to. Yeah, sometimes. That's that's the case. Well, uh, yeah, thanks for, for uh, joining us again. Yeah, I'm really, back. really happy to be back. Thanks for inviting me. Yeah, it's yeah. awesome. So before we jump into things further with Maxwell here, quick shout out to Mazatlan Mexican Restaurant. Mazatlan has daily happy hour from 3 to 7 and 9 to close. They have delicious margaritas made from scratch, and you can check them out right in downtown Everett at 1325 Pacific Avenue, or you can find them online at www.themazatlonmex.com slash Everett. And speaking of Mazatlan, we're getting ready to do a a taco eating contest there. We did it last year. This year we're doing uh, street tacos. And Maxwell, I saw that you signed up for it again, which I'm excited about. Yeah. Pretty awesome. You think you're going to take the cake this year? I don't know. I got second last year, so that's I'm, right. Uh, I'm uh, I'm practicing. I'm, yeah. I'm coming in hot. Got a got a contender over here. So uh, we're limiting that contest to 20 people, and uh, we just opened it up. A bunch of people have already signed up. So if you're interested, make sure you jump on it. Uh, that's Tuesday, May 8th, and you can learn more. Uh, we have it set up over on our store on the website at liveineverett.com/shop. It's kind of hard to say slash shop. You really got to enunciate. Yeah. You got to enunciate the sh. Yeah. I feel like you did a pretty good job. Thank you. Yeah. Great, great <laughs> job, Garrett. So narrative one year later. Yeah. Uh, what's it like going from a uh, coffee cart to brick and mortar? Um, 
It's amazing. Yeah, absolutely amazing. My favorite thing is that people can use the bathroom. <laughs> so that's, that's yeah. a pretty sweet perk. Yeah, it's like uh, kind of a nice thing. Yeah. So and it's been incredible. Like honestly, the just the level of support that people have shown us um, has been like blowing my mind since day one and continues to do so. Um, I'm just truly, truly grateful for the community of Everett and everybody who steps foot in the coffee bar. Um, yeah, it's been it's been remarkable. So yeah, well, you guys have done a remarkable job. Thank you. It's uh, it's beautiful space. Seems like uh, you guys have been staying busy. It's always good mm-hmm. good number of people when I go in. And have your expectations been exceeded this first year? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Absolutely. We've been shooting about twenty percent over what what I was hoping for. You know, and um, so it's been it's been pretty remarkable. Yeah. Mm, that's great. Yeah, I'm just incredibly thankful. So. What yeah. were uh, some of the ch- uh, challenges of opening? A brick and mortar of opening narrative coffee i know that you had some some fun things some fun hurdles that you had to tackle uh, early on yeah i mean like there's a, plenty of logistical things you know you have a, a whole construction project that are that's involved in this and plenty of paperwork and like all that kind of milieu of things that kind of you have to work through in order to get a business from like concept and dream to brick and mortar so there are plenty of those plenty of those sorts of things I think maybe the biggest thing was um, not rushing it at the end whenever I like just really wanted to be open. And, um, you know, I, I think it's really critical to make sure that you're able to do the job well, you know. And, and so it, it took a lot not to just kind of power through and just kind of open and like say we're open. So that was maybe one of the one of the biggest hurdles. But anyway. yeah. How, how do you find that patience? That was one thing that I thought of when I was reflecting on um, how you've kind of presented and and grown narrative over this last year that I feel like you guys do everything well. Like it seems like you put a lot of thought and consideration into everything you do. Like it's just not about the coffee. It's, it's not just about the ambience of of the store, but it's just seems like the the full package. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's a a big thing for me and, and just a general kind of ethos with which we try to try to operate is to keep things simple, but do them well. Um, you know, it's like for me, I don't, I don't want to just do something because we can, I want to do it because it's the right thing to do and to make sure that we can do it well. So, I mean, that, that goes from, from the coffee to the way that we source our coffee to, um, you know, we just actually launched a brand new food program. So like even to that level of, you know, trying to really pursue excellence as much as we can, not to say we're perfect cause we're definitely not, but, um, we really do try to make sure that, you know, everything is, is done as well as possible and, and with excellence in mind. We'll, we'll talk about the food okay. in a minute. I'm very excited to, to try it. I haven't yet. Oh, I'm, nice. I'm super yeah. stoked. But, um, you know, you seem like you're, you're crazy busy all the time. You have a young family. In addition to running narrative, yeah. uh, where, where does this drive come from? Like, how do you, how do you find the, the time to balance home and work? Because, uh, you know, like I'm, I'm friends with you on, on mm-hmm. social media, on Instagram, and you're like 18 hour work day. Yeah. It's just like, dude, like how did, where is that coming from? I feel beat after like sitting in front of a computer for five hours a day or like playing music for three hours. Yeah. So. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I honestly don't really know. Um, it, this is what I love doing. This is like my absolute passion. And, you know, I've worked in jobs that I, that wasn't like a passion before and I could not do what I'm doing now. It's only because I just genuinely absolutely love both coffee and people and the team that we have and that's pretty much it um so it's it's like passion and 
Um, maybe, you know, like, I mean, I'm a, I'm a Christian too. So, you know, I definitely think there's some of that element in, in my own life, but, um, I, I otherwise I, I have no idea, man. I, yeah, I, I'd be exhausted if this was anything else. So, yeah. How many hours a week on average do you think you work? Um, it depends on the week behind the bar. It really varies, um, kind of based on like what the team is needing at any given point in time. But, um, usually I'm working, I'd say like an average week for me is like 60 hours a week. So that's not, you know, over the top, but it definitely, uh, can be intense at times. Are you hoping to kind of counterbalance that in time? Like oh, this yeah. narrative becomes more established mm-hmm. and ramp that down. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I like I'm young, you know, and the, the, the hustle, um, is still there. You know, I'm, I don't plan on s- sitting down on my hands ever. Um, you know, it's like, I believe if you're not growing daily, you're dying gradually. So it's like the mm-hmm. hustle is a big part of who I am and part of just my personality. But, um, yeah, I, and we've definitely seen a lot more balance too, just at, at home. Like when we first opened, it was just constantly at the shop constantly. Um, and so, you know, I've, I've been able to take days off. Like our team is amazing and I don't have to ever worry that the shop's going to be in disrepair if I'm gone for a day or two. Um, cause our team is just ridiculously awesome. So, um, that's incredibly freeing so that I can, you know, take a little bit of time off and able to keep some balance and practice your yo-yo. Tricks. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> I have a number of little, little things that I, I, I get obsessive about. So yeah, I like, had no idea. Yeah. I, I saw that video you posted earlier, uh, brushing up on the, the old yo-yo skills. And mm-hmm. it's like, dang, this guy knows what he's doing here. <laughs> yeah, it was something I was like pretty interested in back in, I don't know, maybe, it was maybe five, six years ago. Um, yeah, and so I like spent some time with it and hadn't touched it in a while. And it's like, oh, break it out again, see see how it is. And it's like, whoa, I still remember a lot of these like things that I'm like shocked. So. Are you, are you a awesome. Yo-Mega man? <laughs> no, no. I mean, I was. I had a Fireball when I was a kid, of course. There you go. Fireball and then an X-Brain, obviously. Did you get those from when the Yo-Mega guy would come to your elementary school? No, we never had that, man. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I wish. That the, sounds awesome. Yo-Yo swept uh, Marshall Elementary in, uh, in Marysville <laughs> when I was there. The That's Yo-Yo awesome. guy came by and like did like a whole... Uh, a whole like assembly cool and he was like look at all the cool tricks you could do with a yo-yo that's and like amazing. all these kids bought them for like two weeks it was like yo-yo mania <laughs> that's like a a funny slightly uh, like i kind of wonder about the ethics of that business exactly model. Like, <laughs> like thinking about it as an adult i was like, like wow they're oh, hustling those kids yeah right like jeez louise <laughs> um no man i had to go to the mall to get mine oh there you go yeah i had to i had to convince my mom to let me go to spencer's <laughs> <laughs> Which was quite the level of convincing, I'll tell you what. Oh, for sure. It's the only only place to get a yo-yo, huh? Yeah, it was was back then for where I was at. I was living in North Carolina at the time. but That's funny. I wanted to circle back really briefly on something you said a couple minutes ago. Yeah. If you're not growing daily, you're dying gradually. Yeah. I can't believe I've never heard that saying before. Thanks. Yeah, I can't take credit for it. It's not my own. Um, But yeah, one of my mentors really drove that into me whenever I was in high school and never left my brain hmm. so yeah it's just a something i try to live by as much as i can so yeah that's why i'm always trying to learn something new or i love that kind of move on so yeah that's awesome so narrative's gotten a lot of notoriety in a short time you know the the spread award uh best new cafe in the world yeah which is amazing um i know king five did a story on you guys and i've seen different interviews here and there um how were you able to accomplish that? Uh, honestly, it's the people of Everett. Like almost all of those things are 
like the best new cafe from Sprudge was that was people had to vote on that. And so it was just, you know, like I, I have a number of friends in the coffee industry and a ton of people are really supportive of narrative like who just in the industry in general and they know who I am and, and that sort of a thing. So that definitely doesn't hurt. But honestly, it was because like every time I talked to people, they'd be like, hey, I like sent this mem- memo around my office and made sure everybody voted for you. You know, it's like even like folks nice. from the city were like coming in. They're like, we sent a full, full citywide memo to make sure we voted for you. You know, it's like that kind of level of support. I don't think exists almost. It, well, it clearly doesn't exist anywhere else because that's how we were able to win. Um, and so it was, yeah, it's just remarkable. Um, so that that it's the people of Everett. the The level of excitement here and the people that live here love it, and they love supporting things that are done well here and. So it's it's a special place in time, um, and that's the only reason we able to make this make this happen. So it's literally because of everybody out there just being awesome. Hmm. How so. did the King Five thing come about? Did they did they find you, or did somebody send yeah, them a hot um, tip? Or? <laughs> yeah, that that would have been cool. No man, um, RC uh, Ryan Crowther, he runs Everett Music Initiative. I, he also has a like a PR firm, and um, he was doing some stuff with them for their beer week with Scuttlebutt, and um, he, they mentioned that they were trying to kick off their coffee week and asked if he knew of anybody and he's like I, I do yeah there's a new shop that opened up so he shot me a message he's like hey do you want to be on tv and i was like why are you even asking duh like obviously <laughs> of course <laughs> so yeah it was it was pretty incredible and um yeah just an opportunity i obviously couldn't pass up <laughs> so big shout out to rc for for repping everett and just trying to help grow the community here in general very so, cool yeah. um so let's talk about this food yep that you got going on yeah Narrative has a food expanded food menu now. We do, yes. Um, yeah. Long time coming. <laughs> Talk about it because you're, you're soft launching it this week. Is it yeah. go, is it going away? No, no. It's a, it's a permanent thing. So so, we're... so it's a soft launch, and then next week it'll still be around. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Cool. So we basically um, we've been trying to like slowly open the floodgates of like orders for food. You know, just because we again we really want to make sure that we pursue excellence in everything that we do and so we want to try to manage that demand um so that we weren't like setting up expectations that we weren't able to meet right off the bat so that's kind of why we do soft launches in general um but yeah the the food i mean it's been something we've wanted to do for a long time but um just getting the doors open and realizing okay there's a lot of systems that we need to get locked down in place and make sure things are running well with coffee first and, and service first and the little bit of food that we have with our waffles and some of those things. Um, so we wanted to make sure that we were dialed down on that first. And then, um, then we kind of turn our eyes a little bit towards kind of establishing that food program a little bit. It was something we were trying to do from the beginning. Um, but just, just realized it, it wasn't possible to do it well. So we nixed it for a little bit until we were ready. Um, and then at that point, you know, we had, we've had a lot of people like, when are you getting sandwiches? When are you getting some food? You know? And so we we're like, okay, let's see how we can do this well. So, um, my friend, uh, Megan Dennis is running our food program. She's our, our chef and she has quite a resume. She, um, was, uh, interim head chef at a place called the ruins, which is like a kind of a wedding venue, just general event venue that has on-site catering, and, um, just really great food. And then she also ran the food program for, um, like a line cook at Cannon, which is like a cocktail bar in Seattle. They have a really large selection of spirits, like one of the largest in the East Western hemisphere. Wow. Um, so she ran the food program there or she was on the involved in the food program there. So she, you know, she has been a huge supporter of narrative since the very beginning. Um, I was always like, Hey, if you need help, let me know. <laughs> I was like, okay, we need help. And I think, I think people are going to like be supportive of it. So let's, let's start talking. So we started talking in December, um, and then brought her on board and we've just been quietly working 
working away trying to get everything in place and get all the equipment that we need and get the, the menu up and rolling. So right now we have kind of two services for, for our food. We have a breakfast service and a, and a lunch service. So breakfast service runs from 7.30 a.m. to uh, 10.30 a.m. on um, Monday through Friday. And then lunch service starts at 11. So there's a half hour break in between. So we can kind of get it reset and make sure that everything kind of um, in place. And then we do lunch service until uh, 2.30. So, so and then what, what types of food are you doing for, yeah, so, for breakfast and lunch? So for breakfast, we have, um, you know, kind of some, we have, uh, we've done these for a little bit. Like, uh, we have a house made granola. Um, so we have like some granola bowls and then we have, um, like a breakfast sandwich. So we have a house made biscuit and, um, has chipotle aioli, arugula, um, and then a baked egg with option for bacon, which in my opinion, there's no option for bacon. It's mandatory, but you know, if you don't want the bacon, that's cool. Um, so that's, uh, one of the things And we have uh, bacon and brie waffles. So we took our kind of our, our street waffle platform and then we kind of wanted to put, make it a little bit more of a for here. Cause we found that people weren't taking, to, taking them to go as much as they were in like having them in the shop. So we said, okay, well, if that's the case, then we'll kind of reorient them a little bit to a little bit more of a for here style service. So, um, we took them and like have a bacon and brie one that's just to die for. And then we um, also added just like, so we still have the street waffle, just the sweet one that we've always had, same price, same everything. Um, it's really grab and go friendly. So you can get that in the morning. And then we also have like a house waffle, which is served with a side of um, raspberry com- or rhubarb compote mm. uh, and whipped butter. So that's really tasty. We also have some egg dishes. We've got like a baked egg that's got like three eggs and um, cream, shallots, all sorts of delicious stuff. Gruyere, it's super delicious. Served with a side of um, baguette, and then shakshuka, which is kind of a Middle Eastern inspired dish. It's like a tomato sauce with egg in it. Yeah, super good. Nice. And then what what types of food are you doing for lunch? Um, It's kind of the main main star of the show. We have uh, quiche that we're doing for breakfast and lunch too, so that that kind of carries through. That's actually like one of the only things that carries through. But then we have um, we're doing tartines, which is like a fancy hipster way of saying open face sandwich or or an extra toast. You know. (laughs) Okay. So um, we, you know, Garrett, we have this long standing discussion about what qualifies as a sandwich. It's true. And, oh no! Here we go. And uh, well, Tyler's, Tyler's not, here. not here. Yeah, thank goodness. Um, might get heated. Yeah, it might get really heated. But uh, to me, a sandwich requires two pieces of bread. So this only has one. So it's a tartine. Mm, okay. <laughs> but yeah, enough. so we have a couple of those. <laughs> one one has prosciutto and mascarpone and um, arugula and like a mustard gastrique. And holy Moses, is a delicious. And mm. then uh, we have a ricotta and like a red pepper like jam one i had that for lunch today it's really tasty so got nice. that um i'm missing a few things but yeah my, my brain's no i think that gives yeah. a good idea though yeah yeah, so. yeah we're i'm hungry so mm-hmm. thank you yeah, yeah i'd say def- to come over but it's a little too late now <laughs> that's okay that's okay we'll find time for sure yeah, yeah definitely so. so any advice for people thinking about starting a small business in everett um do it <laughs> yeah uh, that's that's one one thing. Another huge one for me is just find a mentor. Find people who have done this before and can help you and help you just like overcome some of those hurdles. Um, and the men, the number of mentors in Everett are plentiful. Um, and if genuinely, if you've been interested in starting a business in Everett, please come talk to me. I'm happy to connect you with folks who have helped me out. Um, and I like I want to see the city grow and and develop. So if, if folks. Uh, have an interest in starting a rest or a business here in general would love to chat with them so nice but yeah getting That's a mentor awesome. is so critical it saved my bacon mm. um so yeah definitely that cool so 
I'm, I'm not a fancy coffee guy. Mm-hmm. I never have been. I was raised with Maxwell House, yeah. my father, you know, every morning. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, but just by going to narrative, uh-huh. I've uh, now I, I can discern like what is garbage and what is good. <laughs> I'm sorry about that. Um, no, it's no, it's <laughs> awesome. Um, and, and I know that you guys, you know, you post about like all these like cuppings and things like that, and and also you have like like a tasting like journal mm-hmm. book thing. Yeah. So I was just wondering how how can someone like myself like who who now understands the world of coffee, <laughs> how how can we become more educated? Absolutely. So one of the biggest things. With coffee and really with any f- with food in general is um, just thinking about what we consume. Uh, that's not something that we normally do very much as a culture. We don't really like think and process through flavors and experiences that we have, other than just like that was good or that was okay, you know, or maybe like salty. You know, we don't have a lot of words for flavors. Um, and so just like actively thinking about flavor is a huge thing that'll help you kind of learn and grow. Another thing um, is to ask people you know it's like we our staff or any staff at a at a coffee shop um will know about coffee and be able to kind of answer some questions and um you know usually can go as as deep as you want to go um so you know it there's so much to learn um from how the coffee is grown to where it's grown to the soil composition of the the ground that is grown in you know and so there's so many things that you can learn about and ask about so those are some good things uh we're also getting ready to spin up some classes that we've been kind of working on so we've got like some coffee 101 type of classes of like just how to appreciate coffee and how to taste mm-hmm. it um we have those journals and so that's like one of those tools that we try to give to people to help them like learn think about things and give prompts for how to think about flavors and, and those sorts of things but yeah, we got some classes coming up and there's tons of resources online. You know, you can read there are a number of coffee blogs and like what YouTube channels and stuff like that that you can learn more on. So yeah. nice. Well, my next question I was going to ask you about was if narrative had any events coming up soon, but it sounds like some coffee classes are those like planned, like set in stone. Like? Yeah, we've, we've got the first one. We're ready to launch it. We were going to, we we're going to try to make it happen last month, but, um, just couldn't quite fit it in the schedule and then this month there's um the like global coffee expo is happening in seattle um the third weekend of april uh so that's kind of consuming everything in my world at the moment um with that and launching food so it's mm-hmm. like you know we're trying to um keep from overloading my boat with more water than i can bail you know yeah are you, so, are you gonna dust off the cart for the coffee expo are you gonna pro- no there? probably not ah. yeah i we're, we're probably going to be inundated with coffee people at our at our coffee shop so oh there you um, go people coming into town yeah now, now now they have to come to you yeah so do you go into them <laughs> that's, that's right that's pretty cool <laughs> so that should be really fun but w- within that we have a, quite a few events going on um we have a so we work with one one roaster from Copenhagen, Denmark, called April Coffee Roasters. Uh, and so we have um, Patrick. He's the current uh, Brewers' Cup champion of, um, I think, Denmark or Sweden. Some, one of those two. Um, so he's the current Brewers' champion for that country, and he's going to be competing wow. at the world level. Um, but they're going to come and do a, like a pop-up shop, basically. They're going to take over our brew bar on Friday from um, 8 a.m. to noon. So we'll have them kind of brewing coffee. And so if people want to come out and ask them questions and just get to know them, um, they'll be in from Copenhagen. So that'd be pretty cool. Nice. And then um, if folks have any interest in doing a little bit more uh, in-depth coffee tasting, we're also hosting a cupping with them, which is kind of the way that we taste coffee um, to assess quality in the coffee industry. So we have that planned for one thirty, and that's on Friday, April 20th. 
Cool. I've, I've never been to a cupping. Is there a lot of slurping involved? There is a lot of slurping. Do you spit it like wine? <laughs> yes, you do. Okay. Unless you want to get really jacked. <laughs> <laughs> that was going to lead to my next question, yeah. which which is, and I don't think we asked this the last time that you we were here, and I'm curious, how many cups do you drink a day? Yeah, a lot less than you think. Uh, <laughs> I try to consume not too much more than two cups of, of, per day, like a double shot, uh, like a brewed coffee. Um, but I taste a lot of coffee a day. Uh, I usually spit a lot of it, so... Um, Your narrative coffee, I don't know what it is, but every time I, I come in and get an espresso, I am jacked up for the rest of the day. I'm like ready to go. I'm ready to like... good stuff. Yeah, I'm ready to like f- fight the ultimate warrior. I'm like I'm like in it for like the next couple hours. So, good to know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Not a lot of other coffee just gets me so amped huh. up. But Interesting. Yeah. Before a show or before practice or if I have to hang out with Garrett for a while. Um, I, I'm just kidding. I, I come in and... Uh, I get a I get a cup for sure. So um, yeah, awesome. do you play with a metronome that way you don't uh, push the tempo all the time? <laughs> no, no, it's just we increase as <laughs> yeah, we yeah, go. Yeah. There we go. Um, Makes sense. So so what's next for narrative year two? What's, yeah, what's happening? You got um, the classes going on. You got mm-hmm. food. You're you're out and about with the coffee expo and, and things like that. You're making connections. What what any long term things? Yeah, I mean we're you know kind of our ultimate goal for this year is to continue to serve the community of Everett better. Um, and to continue to kind of dial in what we're doing at the shop. I mean, we're um, a lot of people have been asking. Uh, yes, we're keeping our eyes open for additional locations. Um, so if anybody has any hot tips, let me know. Um, and this is for like around Snohomish County? Or? Yep, Snohomish County pretty okay. much. Yeah, that's kind of the main focus. Nice. Um, I could talk into some parts of Skagit or something, but um, yeah, I don't have any particular interest in like going into Seattle or anything like that. Gotcha. But, yeah, Everett. So much county in general, yeah. Cool. But so, but you know, it's like one of those things where we're not so interested in expanding that we would force an opportunity to happen. If the right one showed up, we would absolutely be willing to take it. But for right now, it's like we're just gonna kind of make make the the ship that we have sail as smoothly as possible. Um, so that's kind of the big thing. Very Makes cool. Yeah. Um, one more question. Fire away. Um, Damn it! What was it? <laughs> Psych. <laughs> oh, classic. Got no, his hopes was, up. There Jeez, was Henry. one more I had, and now I don't even remember what it was, and I'm so sad. It's okay. Oh it's well. Story of my life. It's gone. I'm sure it'll come back at a very inopportune time. <laughs> wah, wah. Well, hey, we have some Everett-centric questions oh. that we like to ask to all of our guests, Goody. and we probably asked you last time, but probably. we can't remember your answers. That's so okay. let's, let's we'll ask see you if I again. Can them. So <laughs> the first one is. How have you seen Everett change since you've been here? Ooh, that's a great question. Um, people are, I don't know if I know, I mean, I've obviously seen Everett itself change. There's a lot of new faces, um, a lot of folks that are moving here. Um, sometimes based on economic reasons, you know, like the housing is so expensive other places that this is kind of where some folks end up moving, um, which maybe is a little bit different than it was two years ago when folks wanted to be here like just because they wanted to be here but what i have seen is just the energy level even increase even more um people are even more excited than they were a year and a half or two years ago to be here and to like make everett something cool for them you know so i think that's that's one big thing i mean funko's open since the last time um i was here so that's been a big change you know and you see a lot of people in from that and you see bags of funko bags all over the place so that's been kind of cool yeah. yeah, do you get a lot of people coming through the shop with their uh, Funko? We get some, yeah. It's not, not quite as much as maybe 
people might expect, but yeah, we, we do get a decent amount of it. Nice. It's pretty cool. Yeah. I remember my question. Oh, it's, it's more of it's more of a Finally. statement, but I think it's really cool that you know when when uh, speaking of Everett and things like that, when people say that you're a Seattle coffee mm-hmm. shop, you always correct them, yeah. and you're like, no, we're an Everett coffee shop. Yeah. And I just think that's that's really cool. Thanks, so, man. Yeah, so that's all. We, that's we all love we love Everett. Mm. Everybody on our staff loves Everett. Um, this is this is home for us. That's so, awesome. Yeah. So you we should have a pretty good answer for this one. Check right. out that segue. Hey yo. Uh, what is Everett's best kept secret? Everett's best kept secret. Ooh. Besides narrative, which I guess <laughs> isn't a secret anymore. Yeah. Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> Everett's best kept secret. Man. It's a toughie. That's a toughie. Everett's best kept secret. Could be food. Could be a park. Yeah. I mean, it's not really a secret, I guess, but I think it's pretty cool that like the the Palmer House is here from Twin Peaks. That is cool. That's a good one. Uh, what about? Do you think Everett is misunderstood, and if so, why? Yeah, it still is. Um, particularly, you know, folks that don't know Everett um, or don't know current Everett. You know, um, there are opinions on the internet that I run into a fair amount. You know, it's like people are like, oh, Everett's just sketchy. It's like, no, you. I mean. Every place is a little sketchy, but it's not any sketchier than anything else. So I think that still exists, but I have noticed a positive change in people's perception of Everett um, when I'm out and about. People are like, oh man, Everett's like up and coming right now, like, which is a good thing, but it also has challenges. Um, but you know, it's like people don't just think of it as like what they used to. So I, I think that's pretty awesome. Yeah. What, what does uh, Everett need, if anything? <laughs> I'd love a good whiskey cocktail bar. Mm. Yeah. A, like a, um, I think downtown could use a vinyl shop. I know we obviously have um, bargain records and CDs on Broadway, but I would love a record shop in downtown too. Yeah. I would like one sweet. that sells new records. New records would be great. Yeah. Um, that'd be cool. Yeah. So I think that'd be cool. And then just some like, like a, I'm sorry if you're getting a three for from me. That's okay. Um, but man, I, I think like a, we have so many like, um, high quality handcrafted handcrafted goods around here. I think it'd be really cool to have a, a place to showcase some of that. We have Grow Washington, which is here in, in Colby. Um, but even a place that's like slightly more curated, uh, I think would be really cool. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, Farms and Market. Yeah. Yeah, I'll be, yeah, farms I was going to say, I'll be interested to see yeah, what opens up um, in some of those booth spaces. Yeah, totally. Over that there. could be pretty, pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, Shout out to Vertical Gardens being there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah VG awesome. in the building. You. What? what? What is your greatest hope for Everett's future? Um, my greatest hope is that more people here will con- will more people will choose to pursue excellence, and the people that are continue that are pursuing excellence will continue to do so. Hmm. Cool, yeah. I dig it. You want to play a game? Yep, I'm down. So That's we like fine. to play a little game called Fast Favorites. Going to ask you five questions. You have sixty seconds, right. and you can win a prize. Sweet. If you make the cuts. I got a Dutch Brothers gift card last time. Oh, That's right, you yeah, did. Yeah, it was okay. awesome. Also, shout out to the Dutch Brothers crew. I love everybody there. They're so so fantastic. They're, they're, nice. they're nice people over there. They are, yeah. They kill you with kindness. Um, let's see. I can watch the clock, Henry, if you want to ask the questions. Oh, sure. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right, here we ready. go. You ready, Garrett? Yep. All right. Favorite place to eat? Broken Brothers. Favorite place to drink? Mm, Duggles. Uh, watch the sunset. I said Grand Avenue last time. I'm gonna stick with it. All right. Uh, where to describe Everett? Sophisticated. Bringing that bad boy back. <laughs> Thing to do when you have free time. Ooh. Man, my family. We love to go to Garfield Park. 
So we spent a lot of time at Garfield Park. So go there. Very cool. Nice. All right. 20 seconds. 20 seconds. you made the Boom. cut. All right. You get to pick one prize out of the uh, bag of mystery here. Bada right. bing. Some. Uh, oh, nice. Got some handcrafted gift cards. Uh, well, not gift cards, but. Um, yeah, greeting gre- cards. Greeting cards from, from Cat Snap. Uh, yep, local who is a fantastic human. Local artist, Cat Snap. Mm-hmm. I just met her the other day for the first time, and she seemed pretty fantastic. She's delightful. She also shares a love for like mid thousands emo screamo music, which is oh, like really? my jam. That is also <laughs> so, my jam. Yeah, so is. we're gonna all have to hang out and cry together. Yeah, it's gonna be pretty great. But it's like every every time I post a, a band that I'm like, listening, she's like, oh, I love that kiss. <laughs> so anyway, that's awesome. Yeah. That's quite cool. So, yeah, it was actually, we'd, we'd never even thought of like asking local artists or anyone to like donate gifts to mm-hmm. give out on the podcast, but she hit us up and we're like, hey, that's a really good idea. Yeah. Yes, she, please. Yeah, absolutely. So, thanks, cool. Kat. Thanks, for Kat. The, uh, the sweet gift cards and such, or uh, greeting cards. Um, let's see. Yeah, I guess uh, I guess that's about that. Any, any uh, final words? Final words. Well, I've really loved being here. <laughs> Sounds so so grim, like I'm, I'm like I'm done. But it's, no, yeah, man, I know I shouldn't have said final. It says no, on the fine. sheet, any ass of our audience, huh? Yeah. Any ass of our audience. Ask of our audience. I probably yeah. should have said that rather than final words. <laughs> Do you have no, any final yeah. words? Um, man, I, I honestly, I'm just like really thankful for Everett. Um, genuinely, like that's maybe the biggest thing for me is just to say thank you to everybody because the amount of support that people have shown us is ridiculous and so incredibly thankful. Like. I can't say thank you enough because we, it genuinely means the world to me. Um, every time I walk into a shop, I'm just like, oh, my dream is like, this is a real thing. I can't believe this. And then just when I see people there, it just makes me, it makes me smile. So mm-hmm. thanks for your support, everybody. We really do appreciate you. And, uh, for maybe if, if there's any, um, if there's a rare few out there that aren't familiar with narrative, your guys' website, it's narrative.coffee. Yep. Narrative.coffee. There's no .com there. Um, takes you right to our website. It's got like a, playing little pages and stuff and you can watch a little video there and um kind of poke around there you go yeah poke around best url in the biz thanks man um we're also on instagram at narrative.coffee which conveniently is also our website address (laughs) and and if you and if you message narrative coffee they will message you back oh it's true it's true i've done it many a time and (laughs) usually it's me i get a pretty i get a pretty sweet emoji so. Yeah, always. Usually the praise hands or a heart. Yes, one of the two. <laughs> Every once in a while, a shaka. <laughs> <laughs> On rare occasion. Yeah. Bust out the shaka. Uh-huh. Well, yeah. Maxwell, thank you so much for, for coming on again. Thanks for having me. Yeah, appreciate podcast. it. Episode three and now episode 53 in the books. Congratulations. Oh, thank you. Uh, that's an incredible feat. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. hopefully we'll keep this uh, podcast train rolling. Yeah. It's uh, going good places. Oh, thank you. Well, and and thank you for hanging out on the Live and Everett podcast. If you have any feedback, questions, or comments, drop us an email at podcast at liveandever.com. If you're listening on iTunes, please take a minute to rate us and subscribe as well. It helps a ton. And you can keep up with all the good things happening around Everett by subscribing to our free weekly newsletter, The Weekly Goodness, which goes out every single Monday. It's packed full of upcoming events, our latest podcast and videos of the week, all that good stuff. You can subscribe for free over on the website, liveineverett.com slash subscribe. Maxwell, thank you again for hanging out with us today. Uh, special thanks to my band that I'm officially a member of now, Oliver Elf Army, for our theme music, and to myself, 
Henry J, producer Henry J, which by the way, you can catch my show. I'm reading this off of the sheet. You can catch my show, The Stereo Wire, every Friday night at 8.30 p.m. on 90.7 FM, KSCR, worldwide, babyksr.org. Good things happen in Everett because of you. So thanks so much for listening and being a part of this wonderful city. Have a great week. This is why we're Everett till the grave.